Is it that time again? Yes, it is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's time for WWW. What's happening this week in the world? And what do we think about it? I'm Ken H. coming to you from Houston, Texas. Welcome, welcome. To the listening audiences new to the program, thank you so much for joining. We're now found on over 10 different iPod podcast type places. So if you're finding me wherever you're finding me, fantastic. If you're new, thank you again and again. We are expanding our audience, and I couldn't be more grateful and thankful. Again, sponsored by two great, fantastic companies, both Travel and Leisure and Harry and David. We'll talk about them more later in the program. But for this special edition, we're moving into a kind of a sports episode. Just for one time, one time only, I've been very encouraged by the World Cup and FIFA 2018 World Cup happening in Asia. So I thought I'd take a bit of our program today and talk a bit about that. Fantastic things to know about the actual soccer if you're in America, but for my European friends and to the world, they call it football for a reason. Why? Well, specifically because you kick the ball with your foot. Well, okay, fair enough. Ha ha ha. But we in America, of course, have the American Football League, the Canadian Football League, so that football word was taken, so we call it soccer. It also has grown in attendance and popularity, both in the school systems, the after-school programs, the weekend leagues and programs, the girls and the boys, both are fantastic, high schools, college, And we, of course, have the American Soccer League here in the United States, which is drawing huge, huge audiences and crowds. And with that popularity and status, I think there was no surprise, or perhaps a bit of encouragement, that we once again will host the World Cup in about eight years, 2026, as the World Cup is done every four years. So we'll give you some history, some brief stuff, and some interesting points that I find both fascinating about what I'll call football, the rest of the program, and whatnot. Now, living in the Netherlands, as regulars of the program know, I lived 15 years in Rotterdam, the Netherlands, and of course they have a fantastic football program and league, and therefore it is a very easy thing to fall in love with, very easy sport. And so many other parts that we'll get into later. But let's just go over a little bit of the history, of course. The history of the World Cup, it again is a tournament of 32 teams that make up their back-to-back approach to get to the tournament. FIFA, Federation of Football Association, is exactly what's going on there. And so they're the ones that create the event put on the event, and it's an event that happens every four years. So 2014, now it's 2018, next up 2022, and we get it hosting with our counterparts in Canada and Mexico in 2026. The president negotiated that, and so that came about here. This particular FIFA is mostly being played in in Russia, but it's the first World Cup to be held in that Eastern Europe region. It actually... Uh, the 11th time in Europe as a potential, but the first time in Europe and Asia together as some of those stadiums are in Asia and some are in Russia. 11 cities are hosting the 12 venues, and so it's very interesting. Of course, the Russian-Moscow venue will host both the beginning and now the final match. It's a tournament that lasts anywhere between the 14th, 15th of June 
till about the 14th, 15th of July. So it's almost 30 days, and you have, of course, 32 different countries. And again, it's 50 or 55, 56-ish type matches as they break it down from 32, then the bracket of 16, then the bracket of the quarterfinals, then the finals, semifinals, finals, and the finals. So it's much like we've talked about in our program here on the NCAA brackets, where that bracket is so popular, and you get into that bracket, then they break it down to the Sweet 16, the Elite 8, the Final Four, and then that game. But of course, what has been very fun is the fact that there have been some newness added. This is what they're adding this year to this tournament, is that video assist reference, or VAR program, where they're finally admitting that the referees, as good as they may be, the linesmen, as good as they may be, need some assistance from the video audience. And so they've got a team of video referees in a booth that are watching the replays and catching all the different and various angles. And several times the VARs have come into play in the varying matches. We're now to a point where we've gone through the qualifying rounds and we're now going to the final uh, eight matches. And so it's very, very encouraging, very, very fun. So it's, it's one of those things where you just have to kind of say, wow, uh, pretty cool. But we'll take our first break, and we'll talk about more here in just a second, okay? So let's come right back. So we're talking about the world. We're talking about travel. Obviously, again, if you're going to be going, and that's one of the things I'll share in this section of the program, I'm unbelievably impressed with how many of the South American citizens have gone to these matches, countries of Colombia, Brazil, uh, those far, far countries of South Mexico, countries of South American origin, nothing wrong with the countries, and you'll never hear me say something wrong, but they are not the richest of the countries. The population is struggling with finances, the jobs, the employment, and they're struggling, and yet the stories are abounding that they're taking all their money and paying for these tickets to fly to Russia to see Mexico, Colombia, and Brazil play in these matches. So how do they get there? Well, I'll bet, probably a good amount of money, I'll bet, they took a travel and leisure magazine, just like I'm doing, and they took a travel and leisure magazine and said, what in the world are the best places in Russia? How do we get there? How can I show up and go? because sure enough, Travel and Leisure Magazine is going to be the one you want to grab. If you'll order a Travel and Leisure Magazine, you'll get 12 copies of the magazine coming to your door, one a month. Unbelievable. Just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just great. I've got one in my hand. You hear me flipping through it. It's just an amazing, beautiful. In fact, there's a whole section for a California trip. If you want to go somehow or get to California... That would be where they'd suggest you go and give you some places and the tourism and the parks and the various places. It's just just beautiful. I just love Travel and Leisure Magazine. I, you know, you hear me talk about it. Not, not so much that they're part of the show, but they're just, it's just amazing. It's beautiful. And all these pictures and all these colors. Travel and Leisure Magazine. Pick one up, www dot travel and leisure dot com 
and pick it up. You're going to save 58% off the cover price if you order today. Travel and Leisure Magazine. Just perfect. So, we were talking about how these Europeans are traveling, how the South Americans are traveling. It's, and it's been a fantastic tournament because so many upsets, right? The major parts of soccer and football's teams are, of course, the Argentinians with Messier, and then you've got the other group with Christian Ronaldo there in Portugal, and you've got the Brazilians. So those are your the Germans, of course, the champions from four years ago, the world champion Germans. Well, they're out. Portugal's out. Argentina's out. So some incredible upsets have occurred in this tournament already. So your greatest players that you've seen and heard about, if you're watching football or ever heard about football or soccer in your life, those guys are gone, as in gone, not even going to go further. So you're watching them and you're kind of saying, oh, okay, well, that's interesting, sad but true. And so that's what's making it exciting. So the Colombians are still there, and then they got kicked out. Because of the big, and you know, so you had these matches. But these Colombian fans, over 40,000 Colombians are in Russia going to these World Cup, painted faces and having a great mood. You've got this, Brazilians are there. Everybody's there, and it's, it's just amazing. And so what I find to be very fascinating is also the sport itself, right? The sport itself. So... How you, how you say what's going on is, is very simple. Because when somebody goes down on a football field or an American sporting event, most likely hockey or whatever, they just play on. Certainly in a hockey match here in America, if you see the guy go down, the stick comes out of his hand, nobody stops and says, oh, let him pick him up his stick. Let him you know, get up off the floor. Let him you know, lay in the corner, or let's go race over and help him. That's not the case at all. We play on. We play past him. We step over him. We kick his stick out of the way. We just keep going. But football, soccer football, European football, is quite a different sport. Almost I'm watching it more and more, more of a gentlemanly type sport. If a player's down on the team over there and he continues to lay on the ground, roll around as he is, the team that has the ball, that would mean they're kind of one man up because they're down a man on the other side, should be in a position, let's say, to race to the goal, one man up, head towards the goal, make a play, make a kick, score if you can, because you're up a man. Not soccer. Not European football. They'll stop the game by kicking it to the other team. They'll kick it out of bounds, literally stopping play to go back and check on the opposing man down player. Opposing man rolling around, uh, upset, hurt individual. And I've seen it more and more. It's one of the most incredible things that I've noticed about how they can be so passionate and so exciting and very physical sport. They're grabbing and pulling and pushing and kicking. So they're very physical. 
But when one man goes down, the game stops. The game has to kind of stop because that's just not the way we play. And I found that a very interesting moment for today in our podcast. So what's going on, of course, is that they're really, dare we say, showing us something about humanity. We're having too much back and forth in the country. We're having too much your side, my side, our side. So I'm going to encourage us at this point in the moment to really reach out and say, if you know somebody that's disagreeing with you, if you know somebody that's having a bad day, if you know somebody that's really struggling, let's take a brief soccer moment and help them out instead of walk past them, step over them, take advantage of them, knowing that they're having difficulties, knowing they're having troubles, you decide, I'm not going to do that. It's not worth the point. It's not worth the game. It's not worth the penalty. It's not worth the civility. Too much right now is going on because we are yelling and screaming at each other and not listening, not helping, not encouraging, not suggesting there's a better way together than apart. And it's very disappointing that, yes, it is what it is, and we've got a divisive country, and both sides are to blame, and now the rhetoric has gotten to the point where violence is occurring and messing, messing up people's meals and disrupting their dinner and disrupting their activity. We can learn a lot in the world. We can learn a lot from the world, and let's take a lot from this sporting event. Why don't you reach out to somebody you know is hurting and instead of passing them by, walking by, or in trying to get through them, you take a moment and encourage them, reach out to them, lift them up if you can. I think you'll have a better chance at moving forward because of it. Eh. Dare you say you give them a little sweet or something like that. We'll take our final break and we'll come right back. So, Harry and David, we got to say at the sweet moment of our time and our time in our program to take a little sweet break, we got to thank Harry and David. They've got some gifts, ideas, folks, that you've never heard about. You have if you listen to this program on a regular basis because they're great. They're combining with wines, they're combining with flowers. They're combining with the Cheesecake Factory. You can now order some things, mulch the popcorns, of course. Everything you've ever wanted is available at Harry and David for snacking, sneaking, sweeting, teething delicacies. From hams to pears to fruits to chocolates to truffles to popcorn to flowers to wines to cheeses. Harry and David does it all. As an example, Tower of Chocolate Gifts include Moose Munch Premium Popcorn, Velvety Chocolate Cherries. Classic two pounds will serve four to six people, folks, found on page 20 
of this month's catalog they're sending me and making sure we mention it to you all. Go to Harry and David online. How do you find them? Well, the www. Friends of the show. www.harryanddavid.com If you'd like to talk to somebody on the telephone, that's no problem because they'll do it. They like to do it and they'd be more than happy to do it. Find them at 1-800-547-3033. 1-800-547-3033. That's harryanddavid.com. So I may have jumped into this portion of the program. Normally, you know, we do our segment on America. We then have a little world segment, and then we talk about the things that we like to talk about or the topics of the day. Well, I kind of started in a bit early. I apologize, but it's no problem. FIFA is really got me thinking about a lot of things, and I'm enjoying the football. There's so much passion in sports. There's so much passion watching these events. My international group that I'm a part of, we had this uh, jersey night where everybody wore the jerseys of either their home country or favorite teams. Now, I had America to choose from. We're not there. I had the Dutch to choose from. We're not there. And I happen to have an England jersey from years back, so I picked that up and wore that. And they are still in the the finals or this next round, so I'm excited to at least have a jersey of a team that's still participating. But nobody would have seen some of this. The upsets have been pretty strong. It's been pretty cool how they're getting through the rounds, but they're on their way, and now it's going to be pretty pretty amazing because the finals are just going to be exciting, and nobody, nobody, nobody would have predicted Who's going to be in these next tournaments? Yugoslavia is playing Be- uh, Belgium, and and England is playing. So you've just got the, this incredible uh, tournament that really is done very well. So it's pretty pretty impressive how it's going and how it's on its way. But we got the quarterfinals. So match fifty seven. Of course, you've got. Uruguay is going to play uh, France, and Brazil is going to play, excuse me, Brazil will play Belgium. And then on Saturday, those two next round would be Sweden versus England, and Russia, home country, playing Croatia. So those winners are going to now come. So you're down to eight teams. This is the quarterfinals. So Uruguay and... Brazil and Sweden. Russia is not expected to be where they are. France, of course, is. Belgium, of course, is. England never has gotten past that, and they got that passed through the penalty kicks, which were very exciting on their match over the weekend. And Croatia is a newcomer. So, again, the underdogs, and as we know in America, you've got an underdog, and everybody loves to root for the underdog. And so you've got some great matches to come, come Friday, tomorrow, and Saturday, and it's going to be exciting. And then the next round will come on July the 10th and 11th, so the following uh, Wednesday and Thursday of next week. And then the third place finals on the 14th, and the final match will be July 15th. And all those winners are yet to be determined and those games again. 
And it's been very, very fun to watch and see who is getting through and how they're getting through. And some of them are getting through with sheer grit. And so you have these matches going into the quarterfinals, as I mentioned, and three of those four matches going into the quarterfinals were decided upon by the penalty kicks. So they play 90 minutes, then they play an additional 15, no winner, 15, no winner, so an additional 30 minutes, so 120 total minutes, and if the tie score remains, it's then back-to-back penalties for the next five shots. And that's the way... We got to the quarterfinals. Very exciting. Brazil, Belgium, England had to do, Sweden had to do some penalties. Unbelievably exciting times to watch. So again, find some time tomorrow if you can, or Saturday for sure, when you have a little moment. Find it on Fox or FS1. And watch one of, just watch one. And I bet you'll be, I won't say hooked, but you certainly will be interested to watch another one. Because these guys don't run. There's no commercial breaks like baseball. There's no commercial breaks like basketball or football here in America. These guys play 45 straight minutes. And if somebody falls down, there's no timeouts. They just roll around on the ground, as I mentioned, and they go fix them or pull them off, and then that extra time is allotted. So it's really 45 minutes plus a break and then another 45 minutes, and if the game's over, it's about an hour and a half, two hours, let's say, of your life. But it will be exciting because they're putting it all out now. And again, now we're at the quarterfinals, so it's, you know, win or go home. And so nobody's going to give a half effort. Nobody's going to give anything they can't afford to. And so you got to say thanks. So I enjoyed it. Always fun to be with you. We'll take our final moment here and come right back. So, WWW wants to again say thank you to our listeners, thank you to our sponsors, and thank you for joining me. Kent H. here in Houston. It is not as hot today as it has been. We had a little rainfall come through over 4th of July weekend on the, on the cuspus, and you're going to see it and go further. Hope you guys are doing well. Midnight says hi. Midnight, my famous horse, is just so fun, and he's great to be out there, and we love him. We had a great couple of days. And again, I had a woman stop me on the, on the road and say, God, you have a beautiful horse. He's so beautiful. Are you, can I take a picture? And he is, you know, I don't have any children, but boy, he is what I would expect out of a child, as I know my friends that do have children, and they have these beautiful children, and they behave well, and they're always photogenic, and they're always polite, and blah, blah. Well, Midnight is exactly the same. He always is stopping for people to take a picture, give him a little treat. The dogs come running up and barking and yelling, and he doesn't move. He doesn't get scared. He doesn't get run away. He's very controllable on an easy line. We jog together. We walk together. We picnic together. We ride together. We look and chase deers together. We see a lot. So it's one of the greatest purchases I've shared with you my whole life. That is one of them, and he is a great horse. And he does get jealous when I'm on the phone. So there's no phones around when I'm on the horse or with the horse. So if I miss your calls and your letters, forgive me, but we thank you for sending them. I'm, I'm loving sending them. And so one of those 
messages was kind of do a do a special program, do a single topic program. We'll see what your reaction is to the happen to be the World Cup before I dive into something perhaps a bit more controversial or different or whatever. But we're glad you're with us. We thank you again always for joining us. This was the fun first specialized program. Happened to be on the World Cup. I hope you found it interesting, fascinating, learned a little bit, found out something you didn't know, and give it a chance. Reach out to the TVs on again tomorrow at 9 and 1 in the afternoon and Saturday at 9 and 1, 9 in the morning and 1 in the afternoon, and you'll have a chance. I'm Ken H. This is WWW. What's happening this week in the world? I'm going to power down and say thanks. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you.